What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 214 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, and I'm joined by Matt Deitch. What's up, dude? I'm just trying to decide if I need to get uh, sunscreen on this old bald head of mine today or what's You're gonna going to need on it. it. You're going to need it. Felt good. It felt damn good. <laughs> I got off work. I drove straight home, walked right into the freaking bathroom in my bedroom and switched into shorts, got yep. my Birkenstock sandals on, went outside and... We we pumped up the uh, pumped up the tires on the bicycles and, and Kayla, my wife. Mood. Yeah, my wife uh, had to take the day off work uh, today with, with where she works. She has to take the day off today because of Easter. So uh, she got all the Christmas lights down today. Ooh. Like we are officially ready for uh, for summer at the Sturman household, and uh, um, you know, yeah, from here on out. Uh, you know, we, we've we've got seventies and eighties this week, but uh, next yeah. week it, it it goes back to regular spring. We're yeah, gonna, well, and this is just practice summer. This was just practice summer. Yeah, you just got to give that taste, where everybody yeah. can. Yeah, I already had it complain the complaining today. It's so hot outside. Oh, Shut up! I just about <laughs> ready to slap some people today yeah. with that stuff. It's like. No, a week ago, all you could talk about was like it's so cold. When is the, when is it going to warm up? So, yep. don't don't come in here with that smoke because you're about to get smacked. You know, <laughs> That's I spent right. I spent I spent yesterday uh, doing my own Easter egg hunt in the morning. You know, now with the snow melted, I got to go out there and pick up all the Dog Easter turds. eggs, <laughs> all the Easter eggs that Finley hit over the winter yeah. time. So, oh, yeah. I did a, I did a bit of it a couple week, like last week or something like that too. But then the rest of the as snow more melted. snow melts, you find more. Yeah, there's just more treasures the out gift there. Gift that so keeps are... on giving. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's clean. It's clean yard now. So. Yep. Okay. Um, this week's episode uh, brought to you by our good buddies over at Dakota Angler, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, Dakota Angler uh, um, switched switched over. It's uh, yep. it's open water season uh, at Dakota Angler. That's not to say that you can't get over there and uh, get yourself a couple of last-minute ice deals if you need. But uh, uh, for us down here in northwest Iowa... Um, I do know that there was somebody out on Okaboji yesterday. Our buddy Ben Luderman was out there um, on Emerson Bay. I asked him, hey, do you think I'd still be uh, still have a chance to get out there on Tuesday? And he kind of said, mm, I don't think Tuesday. Uh, today, I think, is, is was, the, was the last yep. hurrah for uh, – uh, for Okaboji, not I. We're we're not trying to challenge anybody. Sure, yeah, you might be able to get back out there, but uh, if that's the end for here, uh, that's probably the end for uh, uh, South Dakota. You know, south uh, southeast South Dakota, and probably get on there uh, up northwest or northeast, uh, whatever. But uh, um, Dakota Angler, it's time to time to open water it. It is. I mean, they got all the stuff that you that you need up there. Uh, go in there, stop in there, talk to those guys. They'll get you set up and get you all ready to go for open water fishing. Couple of things uh, on sale right now. Uh, they've got a Dakota Angler Blackfish vest for seventy five dollars. Uh, you can get yourself an extra ten percent off on that by using code Dirtbag. I got a feeling I will place the order tonight or tomorrow they are sweet vests yep uh i love the vests uh, i'm gonna probably order one tomorrow that means i'm gonna have it uh, on thursday it's gonna <laughs> cool down uh, next weekend and i'm probably gonna wear the son of a gun that's right so uh dakota angler blackfish vests uh, 75 bucks uh shimano slx rods and reels uh 25 off i might have to take a look at those i have one of the shimano slx uh, spinning rods really Do like you? it yep like it good got huh? it a couple years ago at dakota angler and uh I, I really i really like that rod so i might have to check into those you bet um i also uh just off Snapchat, we seen Josh was unloading a lot of trucks, uh, rods, yep. uh, big shipment of Minkota trolling motors in. Yep. Uh, Josh was quick to remind us uh, Code Dirtbag could save you hundreds of dollars on a trolling it motor. Could. So uh, if you are in the market for a trolling motor... Uh, when you got a big ticket item, like what are you what are you doing punching the microphone? I just got excited when you said that. So, <laughs> wasn't even your hand. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, big shipment of Mincota. Uh, save yourself some big money if uh, if you use code Dirtbag uh, if you're in the market for uh, something like that. And uh, 
yeah whatever uh get yourself hooked up yep get yourself hooked up support those dudes they support this show and uh and they're the best check out their check out the two minute fishing report and uh you know a lot of those places are going to start opening up there in southeast south dakota too you know get the waiters ready to go to get out there and start doing some casting so get into there and get all your jigs and soft plastics uh swim baits and all that stuff ready to go uh, jerk baits baits ready to go and uh get loaded up you bet you bet uh matt uh last night sunday night uh i made a facebook post saying that uh i'm i'm waving the white flag i'm calling the end to my ice season um I've, i i was really hoping to get out in april but uh i didn't i don't uh think in the next couple of weekends that i'm gonna have the time to uh to head north uh to get onto some ice so I'm calling it quits here, but uh, uh, one of the things that that I think uh, you and I should kind of talk about uh, is is some of that stuff uh, that, that that you do when it is time to start packing away yeah, your right. shacks, packing away all that type of stuff. Um, for for shacks, are you a you a mothball guy? You a you a dryer? dryer I put dryer sheets. In you mine. do. You yep, do. Yep. I'll throw what I'll do here pretty soon. If I get a nice day like today, would have been a perfect day for it. Is uh. I set it all up and um, I uh, take all of the windows out of the ones that are removable yep, and stuff yep. like my flip over shack. They all pull out. So I pull those out so they don't get all kind of crumbly and, and stuff like that. Uh, put those in a drawer in the garage. And uh, like I said, I'll clean out the tub. I'll, you know, wash it out with like soap and water. Then I'll take some disinfectant wipes and wipe it down and let it all dry out real good. And then when I go to fold it back up and everything like that that's when i'll put a few dryer sheets into into different places and then you know a lot of times i'll put my sled in there too i'll try to put as much stuff in there my auger and everything like that inside of it as well just so that's all you know it's not all over the place it's all kind of in one central spot and then put the cover on and put it to bed for the year do you put yours up off the ground or you leave it down on the ground i I leave it on the ground sometimes but i also have i have a hoist like a kayak hoist that i need to make like a frame to put it on and hoist it up i just kind of got to figure out where i want to put it so and then just try to use my handyman skills the best that i can to put something (laughs) together and hope that it i always worry that it's going to fall down like on my truck while or you're underneath and, of it i don't care if it falls on me i just don't want it to fall on my truck i mean truck love uh that or else i've thought about buying one of those like big industrial racks too like shelving yep and yep. Put, it, put that in the garage just so i have a more stuff to stack on there so and i got to do what you did with your open water fishing rods yeah and make a little rod holder up on the ceiling of my garage so they're up out of the way and not against the wall and that would help free up some space too so that's kind of what i do the hub shack too i'll pop that up and just kind of let it all air out and then uh as i fold it up i probably put a couple dryer sheets in there too yep i've never been a mothball guy never been a dryer sheet guy uh i guess i i will say i'm i'm fairly lucky uh out out in my garage i've got a big dog kennel that i actually put a little bit of a roof on so up on top of there is just yep. a a big basically four by eight shelf for say and uh, i slide everything that i need to up there uh basically i won't say impossible because mice seem to be able to find about <laughs> right. everything yeah, but uh, right. um they uh they, they haven't ever bothered it uh bothered anything that i have put up there and uh, I also have just that big Nordic sled uh, that I pack full of stuff, throw that up there. And, uh, um, you know, per- pretty easy for me. I, I tried to take I tried to take as many rods out of my rod locker as what yep. I can, but uh, it does seem like it never fails. And, uh, um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't have the I don't have the space and I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not very great at, at, uh, you know, charging the batteries like you're supposed to before you put stuff away, you know, cleaning out the bottom of the sleds and doing everything like that. It, it basically comes to the point where Kayla is like, you know, are you going to get that crap put away? (laughs) It's like, yeah, piss on it. I'll deal with it in the spring. (laughs) So I just end up throwing it up there and, and, uh, you know, she, she's like, well, hell it's out of the way. It looks good. You know, that's where it's supposed to be. And, and, you know, I, I don't have, uh. 
I don't have the wife getting mad at me about anything. So that's just kind of how it ends up. I will say, you know, obviously for those people that have a boat and whatnot, but for, for the shore fishing that you and I do a lot of here just at the river, God, it's nice to just, you know, walk down to the river with, you know, a, a pocket, yeah, you know, ju- just, just a, a pocket of stuff. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you could literally go down there yep. with with a dozen paddle tails and you know six jig heads. Yep, and you're and, and one rod. Yeah, and you can and fish spend for the a whole entire time. afternoon. Yep, that is nice. It is. It's that it, is nice. You no no trailering anything. No, no whatever. You just throw it in the back of your pickup and go. Yeah, it it is nice. I mean it. There's a lot of times, actually, I have some plastic bags that just kind of become catch-alls, and I have a little bit of everything in there. Yep. I even throw, like, my jig heads and stuff all into one pouch, and like you said, you can just throw it in your pocket. But, no, I mean, as far as a lot of that stuff, I have a couple totes that I'll throw, like, my rods in, and a lot of the, like, my my ice tackle actually goes in the boat just in case, like, when I'm, you know, pan fishing yeah, absolutely. and stuff like that. Yep, I yep. have that, all my soft plastics and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's about that time for us to start getting all that stuff ready. And, I mean, if you're just one person that throws the cover on it and calls it good, I mean, that's fine too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've been known to do that as well. Oh, yeah. No, I I don't know. You, you, can't do it a, you can't do it a wrong way. I mean, you know, obviously, right. obviously uh, you know, when you're dealing with those expensive batteries and whatnot, uh I, I think that they say that you're supposed to charge them at a full charge. I think that's what it yeah, is. Ain't I it? usually try to charge. I usually try to charge my Vexlar batteries, and then I just keep them in my storeroom down in the basement at my place, and uh, I kind of have like a hunting room slash yep. kind of a catch-all stuff for my stuff, and uh, yeah, just put them on the shelf there, and when all of a sudden next winter starts rolling around and things start freezing up. All of a sudden, you're just like, I should probably charge those up. Yeah. And then you wait until it's like, hey, we're going fishing tomorrow. Okay. Oh, oh crap. I got to throw it. And you hope that the batteries right. are still good. So. Yep. Now, now today, Matt, is April 10. Yep. And uh, December 10 is when I got out. I don't remember if you were with me I that don't day think or I was not. With you guys. You that didn't day. go with me that day. No. But uh, December 10 is when I caught my first fish uh, this, this ice season. So what is that? Five, five months, yep. five months to the day. Um, you know, and, and like I said, realistically, we could still be, uh, still, I, I, you know, I, I think if I got into a pickup and drove, I, I wouldn't have to drive probably more than two hours and right. fi- would find right. ice. You know, I'm not saying that it's going to be good ice, but I could get on some ice if I really wanted to. And I could say that I fished for five months straight yep. and you know, one of the things, uh, like I said, I made that Facebook post on uh, on uh, Sunday night and started going through some of these pictures from this whole entire ice season. I mean, hooked on hard water feels like it was five months ago. Doesn't it always? Like, I think we talk about this a lot. It seems like it's forever away when ice fishing season starts. It's like, man, it's never going to get here. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom, it's here. And then, you know, a couple months later, it feels like it was like, almost a year ago. Well, I, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about that night that, or the day that, uh, I caught my first fish. Uh, it was me topper and ramrod. And I feel like that was last season, right? You know, in my mind, I feel like it was last season, Yeah. It, it, you know, but it was five months ago right now. And, and, you know, it feels like it was a whole entire year ago and, and, uh, just crazy when, when I really had the chance to look back over, uh, the whole entire season, you know, some of the really cool things that, that we did this year, you know, for me personally and, and, and for you also, uh, we got to fish with the Godfather. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we fished with Dave Gens this year. I mean, if that's not a highlight uh, of, of an ice season, I don't know what is. I mean, you know, for a lot of people, they get to fish with Dave Gens, you know, often. They, they have every single year for the past 10 years, whatever. But uh, the, I've, I've fished with Dave before, but it was open water. And, and, you know, I guess it's one thing just to say that you fished with Dave Gens, but, you know, he's, he's the godfather of ice fishing. So, you know, it it was, it was an ice fishing deal that I wanted to do. And, and, uh, 
um, you know, I, I watched you crack your new PB sunfish. You know, I don't know what your PB was before that, but I can guarantee <laughs> you that this bad. one was going to eat it. I, I mean, it was, this, I mean, beat it by an inch, I think. I so. mean, just an absolute mega freak. I think, I think that that day alone might have been like my best pan fishing day and maybe yours too ever. I I believe that. I mean, the the amount of big gills that we caught that day was just nuts and then yep. to catch one that was 11 and a quarter i mean we caught even if we wouldn't have caught that 11 and a quarter we still would have been like dude this was like one epic day because i had a 10 i was and a catching half. so I mean, many 10 inch right pumpkin seeds that like it wasn't it, it wasn't moving my heart anymore right like i mean i i think i dropped down on that one hole and i think i cracked I mean, it, it, it might have been 10 of them in a row. row. Yeah. And in a row. It, it w- I really wish we would have had a scale that day just Jeez. to see, like, how... I mean, because these fish weren't only were they long, but they were, like, wide Thick. and tall. I mean, they were big fish. So, yep. yeah, that day, and it was incredible. But even... So then we turn around, and, like, a week later, or a couple weeks later, Dave and those guys all come down, and Kathy and the Coxes come up, and it was a lot slower day. But man, we caught all kinds of different type of fish. You know, ha- had day. we not had we not had that day, right? Of, of, you know, I mean, we would have looked at that day with with the Coxes and and the Gens crew, and and been like, oh my god, you know, right? Twenty six inch walleye and and you know numerous uh, fish, you know that that were in that ten inch range and and you know a couple big perch and a bunch of bass and and you know I mean it was I mean it was an incredible day. It truly was, yeah. but we. You know, I mean, we maybe caught, you know, I don't know, in total, maybe 10 fish that were in that 10-inch range where that day when you and I, and and I don't even remember who else was all out there that day, I mean, that was closer to like 25 to 30 fish in that 10-inch range. And, yeah. and you know, uh, some that were, were getting closer to 11, and then all of a sudden yours, you know, at 11 and a half, that, that was just, uh, I mean, looked like it. I, I don't like know looked, yeah it, it, <laughs> like, it truly did it truly did you know and that you know the fact that uh that we caught all those right here in northwest iowa and and you know my buddy austin you know along with us it, it was a it was an absolute riot uh out there it was and, and uh i don't know i i i i can't even wait until next ice season to go out and do it again yeah i'm excited uh, too i mean know. i don't know every year ice ice fishing just it keeps growing on a person, yep. you know, and it just becomes a lot more fun. And it was, it was a hell of a year. I mean, not only that, I mean, I think we got to fish with a lot of kids and stuff this year. Yep. We got to introduce a lot of people to it for the first time. So that was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, um, you so, mentioned it. We caught a ton of crappies this year. Yeah, you know? It was so, really a weird year. You know, normally on that Okaboji chain, uh, you know, I mean, it's a bluegill, you know, it's a right. bluegill chain, uh, you know, known, you know, across the ice belt uh, for, for you know, the the great bluegills on West Okaboji and, and, you know, really, truly East Okaboji has been coming on very strong with a with good population of big gills. But for some reason this year, it was a crappie, a crappie bite all over. I mean, we were out on East Okaboji out in front of the Ritz and, and whatnot mainly crappies that we're yep. catching i mean i caught more crappies this this year probably than i had last six years combined you know really truly and and it's just crazy i mean we would catch crappies occasionally but but it was never quite like this year you know we we had a day out on mini washta uh here i don't know three four weeks ago where uh me and my brother and top and then you came over that evening I mean, we caught spectacular crappies out there. It was a it was a lot of fun. Um, and and one thing that I'd say too, um, and and I won't say that it was really because of it a whole lot, but uh, this was the first time that I can really say this winter uh, we used my live scope and and were actually yep. seeking fish out. And yeah. and you know it, it's it's cool to have that live scope and put it in down mode and and watch you know a whole bunch of fish come in and you know wow you know this is living with that live scope but it was a whole different thing to yeah. really point out there and say you know there is a single fish yep. 30 feet that way 
and truly go after it and catch it. You know, I mean that that to me it was really uh, when you know when when we caught that first fish like that it was like oh, oh so yeah. this is okay. live scoping yep. this yep. is yep. what those guys talk about you know because before I mean I'll be honest I didn't have my settings dialed in uh, you know out at out at hooked on hard water we brought it to center lake one time and and pointed it down and I don't know we were in 22 feet of water and I could watch 12 different trout on my screen and it was sweet it was badass I enjoyed it but it, it we were never really using it uh, to its full potential yeah, for what we yeah. were really supposed to and and you know to do that a couple of times really felt good uh, I spent the night out on the ice for you the did. first time ever uh, I had never done that before my brother bought a sleeper shack uh, kind of turned into a complete and total shit show <laughs> but you know but, that but we it, did it has to be that way sometimes. but we did it and uh, sometimes it's got to you got to have those to appreciate it like when it doesn't go all right yep uh, you know my my son was was baking at 110 degrees up in the top of the shack i'm down on the bottom of the shack can't get enough freaking i'm literally in my ice armor and then you know got put put my sleeping bag on and uh just just a freaking mess we i don't know it was it was windy out we had a big draft coming in wasn't sleeping weather uh yeah i don't know it was a freaking mess but uh um we ended had, up getting some, some Casey's breakfast right. in the morning, and that, that kind of solved about everything. You think about the adventures that we had this ice season. I mean, that for you right there, that, that was yep. an adventure. Yep. Uh, that one day you called me up and said, hey, you're going to run to a local pond that we've drove, driven by hundreds of times. Yep. And you're like, I'm going to try for some trout there. So yep. we took that adventure and went over there and did that. Uh, the hooked on hard water. I mean, oh god, that was that that <laughs> whole thing. That whole that was just a wild west adventure right there. One hundred percent, a six hour drive that took us thirteen hours yep. and stuff like that. So I mean, that was cool. You know, fishing like you said, fishing with Dave. That was an adventure. Um, I know I'm missing some other ones too, but uh, I, just a good old good old time this year. Yep. No, it, it truly was. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a couple other things that uh, that we did, but uh, um, I I caught a PB. I think it was my PB uh, crappie. I I don't know. Right, I don't yeah. even know that I ever. And uh, that that was another one of those just kind of a off the wall spot uh, that that uh, you know. I mean, it, it was on East Okaboji, but it was a spot on the lake that that I would have never really thought about, and and we ended up over there, and uh, I don't know we caught a caught a good crappie thought more was gonna happen never really did but uh uh, you know that that was one of those deals we'd never really fished way into the evening and and we did that night and i don't know we did looking back we did a lot of different stuff that we don't normally do and uh i don't know i i think it made me a better fisherman because of it It and uh um you know obviously too you know like we mentioned last weekend we made our own uh ice rods that that was another yep. cool thing uh just a lot of really cool stuff this year but uh um and yeah all, you know it all kind of started way back when at the with the dakota angler ice institute just getting yeah. all that i mean that kind of was the kickoff to our ice season and i mean you talk about you know hanging out with dave gens there at that i mean that was a blast and everybody else that was there uh the ice rod contest you know that kind of kicked off the ice season yep, for us yep. and that you know carried over to hooked on hard water so i mean it was it was really it was a hell of an ice season it really was it really was uh i don't know yeah <laughs> you know just just you talking about that going all the way back to the dakota angler ice institute you know that was back in november that's really when the first good snow came along yep. and uh we never really got rid of it until uh just this last week but uh God, like I like I said, you know that just seems like it was years ago, and uh, um, yeah, I guess the Dakota Angler Ice Institute that was over six months ago now. It was so, and you know, and we didn't think that we'd ever going to get to this point. About two weeks ago, we didn't think right. we were ever going to see the ground right. again. But here, like you said, here we are. the The snow has melted. The ice is, you know, our river is ice free. The ponds around here, a lot of them are ice free. Some of the lakes are starting to, you know be ice free so yeah we're we're kind of 
to that open water season. We are to that open water season. Obviously, uh, a lot of people out there uh, on the Missouri River in in uh, South Dakota, they're really getting after it. I think there's possibly even a tournament this weekend uh, at be. Chamberlain, which wouldn't really be, you know, it's not crazy. And and for there, I think, you know, by Chamberlain, they've had open water now for three weeks or something yep. like that. So uh, Lockwood um, sending snaps today of him out boat. there. Yeah, he's out there fish, yep. you know, catching fish in the boat and yep. stuff like that. So, yep. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's that time, but uh, not only uh, are they doing it out in South Dakota, they're doing it up on the Rainy River. And uh, what? Northern yeah. Minnesota? Canadian border? What? They still almost so, need extensions on the yeah. lakes up there, but there is open water. <laughs> yep, that's the truth. So uh, uh, we've got uh, Anthony Kleinwachter and Chris uh, Rothmeyer. Uh, Fish Addictions TV guys, uh, Matt was uh, snapping back and forth with them. They were up there uh, fishing on the Rainy River, and uh, uh, Matt and I were kind of talking today, like, you know, hey, what should we do? And and he's like, hey, I know a couple of dudes that are uh, fishing up here on the Rainy River. And uh, it's just one of those things, I think, especially for a lot of us down here, um, you know, just something that we don't really think a whole lot about. Uh, yeah, don't when, when it finally, it, yeah, right. when it finally starts happening, you see a bunch of pictures on Facebook, and it's like, you know, where the hell are you, these guys? Freaking, you know, out, out open water fishing, but they're you know dressed in their ice armor yet, <laughs> and uh, um, just kind of a crazy uh, thing to wrap your brain around. And and you know, here we are, way down here, talking about how our our lakes are finally given out on the ice. And, uh, I mean, it was literally like six days ago, the river right here in town yep. still had ice, ice on it. Yep. And, uh, that, that's finally, uh, um, gone, gone by the wayside now, but, uh, here these guys are, you know, seven hours North of us, yeah. you know, on the Canadian border fishing open water on a river. And, uh, so Matt, uh, Matt said, Hey, let's get them. And, uh, I agreed. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get over to Anthony and Chris. And we're here today with Anthony and Chris, Team Step Cousins from Fish Addictions TV. How are you guys doing? Hey, doing good, guys. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. Not not as good as yeah, you not guys. Not as good as you guys. VFW in it, huh? <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. We're uh, up at uh, the Rainy River enjoying the uh, the early early walleye run up here before it closes. Okay. And you guys are, are standing outside of a bar right now? Yeah, the VFW. The VFW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badette. Badette. All, huh? all the way up in Badette. Okay. Now, is it Badette or Badette? Like, did the locals say Badette? I think the locals say Badette. Badette. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't want to piss off the locals, so. Yeah. yeah not at a VFW. <laughs> it's right next to Canada, eh? <laughs> and you guys are uh, sucking down a couple of Labats? I, I do have a Labats, yeah. You know, like they say, one in across the river from canada hey uh, <laughs> uh buffalo check flannel <laughs> i do have some eskimo buffalo plaid on right <laughs> yes. now See? yes oh yeah yes that's yeah. what i'm We're talking just about an axe and an angry beaver <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh we like to get uh things popped off uh with uh uh with a couple of random questions so i want to know do you guys listen to music in the boat and if so what do you guys listen to we didn't today. I, I sometimes will. I, I'm a troller at heart, so usually I'll put on some classic rock or some, some oldies, just kind of something fun that's upbeat. Yep. Uh, but if it's serious fishing for a tournament or I'm jigging or something where I actually have to concentrate, then usually it's not uh, – usually there's no music. Okay. All just right. straight up comedy routines coming out of <laughs> each and every one of our mouths <laughs> from the step cousins. I wouldn't expect anything less. So, <laughs> all right, I guess uh, mine is going to have to be. Well, let's see here. Uh, favorite movie? What do we got for movies for you guys? Well, by the name, you have to know that it's Step Brothers is my favorite movie. Um, I could probably verbatim repeat that entire movie word for word. So for me, that's going to be my favorite movie. Um, I like Step Brothers. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if I could single out a favorite favorite movie, but I've always been kind of partial to Top Gun, and now especially when Maverick just came out, I, I'm pretty high on that too. So that probably takes a cake for me. Yeah. So you probably have Danger Zone playing when you're flying across the water oh, with yeah, that on that yeah, warrior. Ken Loggins all the way. <laughs> so, so I want to know, you know, on on Step Brothers, there, there's uh, you have to call me Nighthawk, and uh, <laughs> so so I mean, do, do you two got nicknames for each other? Yeah, I mean, we always had nicknames at deer hunting. It was always Crazy Steve and Cooter. So, I mean, we've always had some nicknames for one another. I like that. Yeah, I, like that. I like don't that. Don't touch the drum set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't touch it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, for the listeners, uh, uh, where, where exactly are you guys fishing right now? Where, uh, you know, you said uh, the Rainy River, but but where exactly is that? Yeah, so the Rainy River runs from International Falls to Lake of the Woods, so the northern border of Minnesota. And currently, there's only three, well, they just opened the third access today, kind of the the popular accesses, I would say, Birchdale, Frontier, and they just opened up the Vitus access today. It's not quite to the city of Baudette yet, um, but we're fishing that stretch of the river, so it's about a... I don't know, 15, 20 mile stretch of river that's open that a lot of people like to fish. Those fish are pushing in for the spawn and it really just brings those fish into a, to an area where guys like to get up here before the season closes at the end of the week. So, so there is a season on that river. Yes, it's open currently right now until the 14th. Typically every year it closes uh, at midnight on, on April 14th for fishing. So if the river opens up early enough, you have an opportunity to open water fish on the river until that closure date, whereas the lake right now is completely ice covered. There's actually some guys that are still out there ice fishing um, right now. So it's kind of the you can come up here and potentially do both things um, right next to each other currently that's awesome so now is this something that you guys is this kind of, i know it's like a traditional thing for a lot of guys is this kind of a tradition that you guys have that you always have it planned if it opens up you guys are going up every year we try we try to i mean this is probably the fourth or fifth trip for me um we got some buddies that live up in this area so you kind of network a little bit i think we for myself at least you know i'm in southwest minnesota i kind of wrote it off this year because i thought it was going to be a late spring and i wasn't sure if it was going to be open so i kind of had my sights set on going to chamberlain and then you know you start to see social media posts and uh, you just can't stay away from the big walleyes that are up here oh no that's for sure now, now you guys mentioned that you also uh, picked up some canadian fishing licenses so that you could fish on that side of the river uh, how, how exactly does that work? Is that just uh, split the river in half and, and don't cross that line? Or is there is there certain areas or how does that work? Yeah, so most, most of your graphs have a line for the international border. Um, there are some special regulations for fishing the Canadian side. You can't have any bait. Um, and you can't have any alcohol in your boat. And those are kind of the two main ones. Obviously, you have to have the licenses. And as long as you don't touch shore or anchor you can cross the border and fish with a Canadian license, but if you touch shore or anchor, then you're considered at land, and then you would have to report yourself um, in Canada. And the, bait, the bait regulations changed this year. You, you used to be able to use frozen shiners, um, any, any, any sort of preserved bait, but now those regulations have changed. You can't even bring night crawlers across. So night crawlers, frozen shiners, or any live bait is, is prohibited in Canadian waters. Wow. wow. So, so are you guys buying those Canadian licenses online, or is that something that you you get up there and, and somehow buy them on the American side? Or do, do you have to have a passport in order to get it? I, I know that you mentioned you can't touch shore, but is that is that something that you technically actually need a passport for, too? Um, not to buy a license, no, and you can do it online. It's an Ontario license. Okay. Um, you can go online. They require you to have an outdoors card, and that outdoor card gives you a personalized number that is, is your own. So for future license purchases, that's kind of how you log into their system and how they identify you. Um, we purchased eight-day licenses, um, which were roughly $31. Um, you can do a full year. They do a three-year license, and then they also have options where you can do a full license or a conservation license. So if you were to go up there 
and and fish where you can keep fish during the summertime or winter time. The conservation license is basically a half a limit, and they and they give that to you for a little bit of a discounted price. Um, there is no keeping fish on the Rainy River during this season. Oh wow! Um, so you know it's kind of obvious we just did the eight day conservation license, and everything's catch and release. So so you're strictly up there trophy hunting, and if you would catch the fish in the life uh, of a lifetime. Uh, it's it's going to be a replica mount. Absolutely, yep. Okay, okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, any big ones today at all, or Anthony had one that was twenty six and a half was the biggest for today. Um, we had one that was probably around twenty five. A lot of fish that are like twenty to twenty two inches. Um, it, it seems as though what we found in, in, in talking to different anglers up here, there's a lot of resident river fish that are being caught right now. The the big push into the river of lake fish for the spawn is seems like we're just at the very beginning of that. Um, so typically the, the lake fish will run into spawn and that's when you'll get the real big females. Not that they're not in there, but it just seems like, you know, with the late spring or, or long winter everything might just be a little behind this year all right now, now we had like high 70s mid to high 70s today right. no wind i mean absolutely gorgeous day down here in northwest iowa how was it up there uh in the north country yeah it was about 45 50 degrees um, a little cooler on the water obviously water temps were around 40 degrees and you still got uh, the white stuff on the ground up here and oh, still yeah. ice along the shoreline so there's still a, a cool breeze coming off of that so we were still kind of bundled up but the sun came out for a while the wind laid down and it was pretty enjoyable we've seen a few guys out on the lake or out on the river without shirts on and some shorts on <laughs> but they were maybe a little more adventurous than we were <laughs> right how, how how about the ramp conditions are the one that you guys use pretty pretty good condition right now yeah the counties do a really good job at keeping the ramps open they actually go out to get the ramps open with uh, backhoes and make sure that the ramps are open they really you know want to bring the tourism up into this area in the spring and so they do a really good job a lot of the ramps have sand available so you can sand down the ramps in the mornings if they're icy and so it wasn't too bad this morning good now, everyone that's on Facebook uh, has seen these pictures uh, up there from the Rainy River, uh, you know, pickups and trailers for miles. Is it is it like that right now? I mean, is it jam-packed, thousands of boats, or, or not so bad? It, it, it is right now because, you know, I know the conditions are pretty good and the weather's fantastic. So we try to combat that by getting up early and going early. And we, we got in pretty easy this morning. I mean, it was relatively quick. But if you get here at the height of it, which is probably 7 o'clock to 7.30, you're going to be waiting in line and you'll be parking a fair you know a fair amount of ways. There are a lot of guys that will wait till 9 o'clock till that rush is over. Um, so you'll be able to drive in and put in right away, but you're still faced with, you know, the, the parking a fair amount of ways. Uh, a lot of guys, including us, will bring an old bicycle up. So once, <laughs> so once you put the boat in, uh, you go park your truck, you know, maybe you're a mile away. You hop on the bicycle, you ride it down to the access, you prop it up against the tree and, you hope not, it's there when you get back. Nine times out of ten, it's there when you get back, and you can ride it back up to the pickup. There are also some kids who are fantastic entrepreneurs that have golf carts oh, yeah, that oh, yeah. will bury you back and forth, you know, and for a free will donation. So, you know, you throw them ten bucks, and, and, and they save you a lot of walking. You know you're experienced rainy river fisherman when you bring your own bike to get back and forth. That's classic. <laughs> look, look at exercise. Does yeah. it got a horn on it? It's got to have a it's horn on it, It's got cards right? in the spokes. Oh, you can yeah. hear them yeah. coming. Shocks, eggs, and <laughs> Yeah, he's out yes. there doing bunny hops coming up there. It sounds like an old Johnson coming down the old road. Oh, man, that's awesome. That Somebody's awesome. got a jiffy auger running out there. Have you have you guys seen anything crazy? Have have you seen anyone like tie into a sturgeon? They catch some sturgeon up there from time to time, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of sturgeon. We've seen guys hooked up today. We've seen a few sturgeon landed. Um, it's definitely something that you can add to your your trip when you come up here. If you want a walleye fish, that's great. But if you want to target sturgeon, there's a lot of those in the river as well. Um, so we might actually do that tomorrow for a little bit if we get a little bit of time. Um, I have never caught one. I've hooked up to two, and coincidentally, they were in the same spot. 
on the river, and then I ended up hooking into one today, but it came unhooked right away. We chased one around last year in my walleye gear for about an hour, hour and ten <laughs> minutes. Got to see it when it surfaced, and then the hook popped. But for crazy stories, tonight there was two guys in a boat with walleye gear, so not the big heavy sturgeon rods. Both of them were hooked up to sturgeon, different sturgeon, at the same time. And they were running circles around the boat and trying to chase two different fish at the wow. same time. Um, I don't know how that ended. They might still be there fighting them tomorrow morning <laughs> when we get back on the river. Uh, but the, it was kind of comical watching. I mean, it's tough to get one fish in on walleye gear, let alone two. Two, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so does everybody, like, when like you said that you were chasing one around, does every, is everybody kind of courteous to one another, like, when they're hooked up to a big fish, kind of stay out of each other's way, you know, reel up? Because, I mean, it's just going to be a tangled mess if you don't. Yeah, I would say for the most part, you know, everybody's got spot lock on their trolling motors now, so it's pretty easy to jog or move back and forth. There are guys that when they're sturgeon fishing will anchor, um, but usually people are pretty accommodating of moving out of the way if they need to. Yeah. Now, now we'll talk about the walleye fishing here in a second, but tomorrow when you guys go uh, strictly targeting sturgeon, how exactly are you doing that? So for me and for every time I've been sturgeon fishing, it's a big no-roll sinker, usually depending on the current, anywhere from two ounces to up to six, eight ounces, um, and then a short snell to either a you know pretty good-sized hook or a circle hook, and then loading that up with a glob of crawlers, sometimes a throw on a frozen minnow or something on there as well. And then it's just finding a, a deeper hole in the river and, you know, kind of just tossing that out and getting it tight and, you know, waiting for those fish to come along. Just letting it sit on the bottom like you're catfishing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%, same as catfishing. Okay. Is What's the current like up there right now? The current's actually pretty low um, for typical this time of year usually the current's ripping a little bit more than it was um it did seem to pick up a little bit throughout the day obviously with the melt and the runoff that'll dictate things and then they do have a dam in international falls that they'll open or or reduce throughout the season that can change the flow of the river as well all right what about like the depths what does the rainy usually run for depths um, so on the end that we were fishing by Birchdale, you know, I would say 8 to 15 feet of water, but you get closer to the lake, there's deep holes that are 25, 30, 35 feet deep. So it really varies throughout the river, but, you know, most of those deep holes that you're fishing for sturgeon are probably that 15 to 20, 25 foot depth. All right. Okay. What, what's the program for walleyes? Are you guys casting at them, uh, looking at them on uh, forward-facing sonar? Are you guys trolling out? Uh, how, how exactly are you guys going about that? We we typically, it kind of varies. We did a lot of uh, side scanning with, with uh, side imaging today. I had uh, Garmin LiveScope on today, and, and you can see fish on that too, but really you get up kind, kind of a flat adjacent to a hole we were scanning. Right away this morning we came across a pretty decent school of fish, so you point your nose into the current, you, you hit spot lock, and we've been pitching uh, jigs and plastics. We didn't do any live bait today. We changed up the plastic profiles um, from like a pulsar paddle tail to a ribbon tail, um, shorter paddle tails. Um, we changed up colors. You know, you get stained water up here, so it's a lot of chartreuse, pink, white was really good today. Towards the end of the day, uh, purple produced fairly well. So we try to change those profiles up a little bit. I did throw a jig with an underspin blade on it for a little bit of a flash. Uh, that never produced today, but, uh, you know, you just try to do stuff like that. There are guys that will throw hair jigs. A fair amount, and then sometimes you'll tip that with a frozen shiner or, or a rainbow or a fathead to get a little scent out in there. But usually if they're snapping, you can get them on a plastic and you, and you not have to mess with live bait. How much longer are you guys staying up there? Uh, we're going to fish tomorrow and then uh, head back home. we got two, two nice days. It's two days off of work. Um, we bombed up here, uh, after Easter lunch yesterday. And so we were able to hit the river right away this morning. So we'll have two full days of, of fishing in and then it's back home to the grind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you should be able to get out down here pretty soon with your boat, uh, Chris, uh, Anthony, I don't know what it's like up there for you, but, uh, our ice is going pretty fast down here. Down by, you know, and I'm not too far away from you guys, Matt. I know we've, right. we've connected in that Fairmont area and fished before, but 
with the way winter has gone for us, a lot of our lakes in southwest Minnesota have really struggled with winter kill. So yeah, it's going to yeah. be real touch and go to see what has a fishable population left and what, what doesn't. Um, so it, I'm kind of anxious to see what what happens down in like the southwest area of the state. And I know, you know, central part of Minnesota even has been faced with kind of that stuff. It's just been we've had such a harsh winter this year. That's for sure. Yep. Now, before we let you guys uh, go, you guys are uh, grabbing a bite to eat at the VFW. Uh, what are you guys ordering? Uh, bacon cheeseburger, and to throw it out to the Scotties out there, we do have an order of cheese curds coming. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> nope. All right, guys. Uh, well, we wish you guys the best of luck uh, tomorrow on your last day of fishing, and uh, we appreciate you guys uh, uh, taking 15, 20 minutes to chat with us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having us on. All right. Good luck tomorrow, guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye. And there goes uh, Anthony and Chris up there. Uh, Badet. 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 I prefer to call it Badet. Live from the VFW. <laughs> from the VFW. Just uh, waiting on okay. a cheeseburger and some, or bacon cheeseburger and some cheese. Curds. Okay. You know damn well that there's like a, I'm going to say that she's. 67 yep year old yep. waitress there what's her name um we're talking well since we're up in bidet um i'm gonna say like um maybe gene gene yeah. that you know that's a that's, that's a my good grandma's stand. name that's you know a good stand i know by. a lot of jeans that were that are you know fishermen or mary mary i was thinking gladys gladys could be it too i no, Gladys is the one that is uh, playing pull tabs at the corner of the bar. Yeah, not waitressing. And 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 she's blasting smokes. Oh yeah, Virginia yep. Slims, <laughs> maybe yep. Misty One Twenties. And she's pissed because those two are coming in and they're playing playing the pull tabs. Probably sitting in her spot. Well, not sitting in her spot. It's just like they don't like it. The locals don't like it when out of towners come in and play their pull tabs, and especially if they win, because you know. It's community pull tabs. So if anybody's yep. playing and one person wins, we're splitting it all. <laughs> really? Is that how oh, that, that's how yes. it works, huh? Because <laughs> uh, we used to play. For some people, that's how it works. Okay. Like, I've been playing that the whole night, and you guys come in and you know, bust out a $300 winner. Yeah, you damn right. Kiss it. my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should have been playing. <laughs> yep. Should have been playing. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, good stuff. Uh, good stuff up there I, yeah. I i really i gotta say I, I really enjoyed that obviously you know the same old uh uh you know a, a lot of our uh interviews you know a lot of the same stuff you know you got to introduce them whatever but uh uh you know just just that live from the vfw i i enjoy yeah. it i yeah, enjoy that it. was pretty cool you yep. know just getting off the river itself and uh just the whole experience up there it would be fun just to go see see it all sometime you bet you, know. you bet uh you know what, what? what do you think it would be like if you were you and i were in a boat and we hooked into we both were hooked into sturgeon and then both both <laughs> hooked right? into sturgeon playing the three stooges music out there and i'll tell you what i would do uh you know one thing that uh that you know about me is i keep a really sharp knife and uh, I'd say, hey, Matt, yeah. stand right there. Hey, what's that? Is that an iceberg coming? <laughs> and I would slice yours and say, all right, let's focus on mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're looking like a samurai. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> now like, what? Dang, you'd be like, man, what happened? Did it yeah. break your line? Yeah, now what? That's a clean break, it looks like. Very Way up there, breaks. bro. <laughs> Sorry wow. about that. I don't know why your hand is bleeding. but <laughs> I, Yeah, it must have been a nick in your <laughs> line. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. But... Uh, no, that's probably uh, that's probably what I would do. But, yeah, uh, I know you would do that. That's all right, though. You know, that's survival of the fittest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be quick on your quick on your heels. Why you what, carry what a knife? That, at what all is times? that? What is that? Uh, quick on your feet. Or? Quick on your feet. Quick on your feet. That's what it was. All right, uh, turkey hunting, Matt. Uh, turkey hunting here in Iowa officially opened up today. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when I was out on the ice with Biggie over there at Minnewashta, you know, you, there's some turkeys in that yeah, area. Could hear, I, could yep. hear, I heard a couple gobbles. I was yep. like, oh man, kind of got the blood pumping. Yep. Uh, uh, youth, our youth season, I think, was the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, now 
wide open uh, for adult season, which I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's a complete and total bullshit that uh, the state of Iowa can only give the youth season three days. Right. Like, that seems absolutely asinine. Give them a freaking week. Come on. Yeah. I, I better, I better check that out quick uh, before. No, I, I think you're right. I, I, mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I am, but uh, um, let me quick see. Yeah, here. it's either two or three days. Is it? So. I just want to, before I say, yeah, freaking state of Iowa, complete and total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, do 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 do. Um, because I think we've first... got youth season April seven through nine. Yeah, cow, way to freaking give them the extra. You know, yeah, at least I got Friday. At yep. least you know, man, that, that extra day. Yeah, that uh, yeah, you got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get it done, kids. We don't give a shit about you, but uh, whatever. Uh, after that, uh, April ten, uh, April ten, all the way till May fourteen. Uh, you know, in Iowa, splits up into four different seasons. Um, but uh, if you're an archery guy, you can go the whole entire dang thing. But uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think I'll maybe buy a turkey tag, uh, try to get out a little bit. Um, uh, I, I used to really, really love turkey hunting, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's uh, it's just one of those deals when you only got so much time. You know, I want to do a little spring fishing. I want to yep. do a little turkey it's hunting. Hard to choose. Uh, you know, obviously cowboy duties are calling uh, here say, yeah. here uh, um, sometime in May with uh, the Cox Ranch branding. You know. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm just getting pulled in 28 different directions because sucks. you know when when you're a great tr- uh, when you're a great trigger man, turkeys are calling. Yep. Uh, everyone knows I'm I'm snag them all, Scott. Uh, you know the 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 fish are calling. Uh, I'm a hand. Ranching's calling. Like, God dang it! Yeah. Uh, there there's just we, not enough time in the month. There isn't. Have we come up with your cowboy name yet? Your ranching name? I. Uh, no i don't oh, think man so. we gotta work on that like i I think that we need to ask the viewers you know the the listeners <laughs> the dirtbags out there what uh what kind of uh cowboy name you could come up with you know well i mean you know it just uh i i, I think it's i think it's shotgun scott sturman i i think oh, that, i think go. that's what it was you know but uh, uh you know i mean it, it could be about anything uh if if, if this was 100 years old i'd probably be robbing banks and, and doing <laughs> doing shit like that yeah, but, i know uh, you would be but uh no whatever it's, uh, uh easter easter uh yeah, do you anything need- uh you know i guess my easter really truly uh um literally drove three blocks over to uh to my parents uh she my mom made a hell of a good ham uh had some cheesy potatoes some corn sounds about like Uh, what ours was too dang good uh cheesecake um you know like i said three blocks over uh we got there probably about 11 45 left again at about two and Left with a full belly, and you know, I just uh, just a plain old good Easter. How about you? Yeah, it was it was it was a good time. We went up to mom and dad's in Ellsworth and uh, hung out with everybody. Like I said, we had ham, we had uh, cheesy potatoes, uh, some like mac, that's an Easter meal, I mac guess, mac and cheese with corn in it. That okay. was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know that. Dad made a couple different kinds of cheesy potatoes. Dad, he's my dad's a kind of a cook it's really yeah oh yeah he was he did all the cooking when we were growing okay. up and stuff like okay. that so you know all that good stuff emily made some cheesecake like cupcake things so those were good uh no we had a good time kids were able to get outside even though it was raining a little bit and uh did their easter egg thing we played a little basketball outside and uh i got a good story about my uh nephew koi okay what yeah. do you got what do you got uh uh so like last week did uh, he kick brant in the nuts he did not kick brant okay. in the nuts but uh come to find out that uh he got into a little uh scuffle out at Ooh, recess really like a couple weeks ago at okay. school okay yeah my my nephew koi is a kindergartner yep he got into a fist fight with a fourth grader out on the play beat him beat him didn't he <laughs> well <laughs> Um, apparently, uh, he, uh, decided to punch this fourth grader in the side of the head. So then the fourth grader punched him square in the nose (laughs) and Koi, he, my nephew, he was bleeding out of his nose pretty good. And the fourth grader actually broke his hand on my (laughs) nephew's face. So, and, uh, yeah, I guess. What was it about? What was it about? 
that was the great part. My brother asked him, he's like, so why did you guys fight? Well, I don't know. Everybody else was kind of wrestling around and roughhousing, and they all looked at us and said, you two should fight too. So I closed my eyes, and I swung, he said, <laughs> and hit him right upside the head. <laughs> so here's my kindergarten nephew getting into a fist fight with a fourth grader out there at recess. And, uh, um, yeah, he uh, got a little – he had detention for like a week. Oh, I think he had to eat by himself for a week. I mean, he got in more trouble than what, like high Sol- school or – Solitary confinement. Yeah. <laughs> School is a freaking prison. Yeah. Oh, so, God. But if you know my nephew, Coy, he's probably a big, as big as a fourth grader. Yeah, so big boy, big boy. He's a big kid. So, And, you know, I just – I saw my brother Mike on Friday night because we were up at Grandpa's house. We've been cleaning – cleaning that out and uh his garage getting that all ready to go and uh my brother mike got there and i just said hey mike i'm sorry i go you're welcome i said i you're you're welcome mike and he kind of looked at me like what the hell are you talking about i said all those years you had to put up with me was training for this one right here because <laughs> <laughs> this one keeps mike on his toes that's good mike so, needs more of that in his yeah, life so yeah that was that was quite the funny story to hear actually i had heard it from my uncle before anybody so i had to call and confirm it with my mom what was going on and she's like oh yeah you uh you got in a little scuffle out there i was like that's all right you we too many times we try to take the boy out of these kids and it's yep. like that's all right let those boys do that you're lucky that you're telling that to me right now or or you know what would be happening <laughs> we'd be calling mike <laughs> right and mike was gonna make another surprise <laughs> guest appearance on the midwest angler podcast and we'd let him tell it but uh, uh no that's uh that is a good one yeah so uh, pizza review this week. I apologize, guys. I do not have a pizza review, which is freaking crazy. Uh, but I I went seven days without eating a freaking frozen pizza, and and uh, I know that's hard to believe. I'm I'm sitting here kind of wondering how the hell it happened. Uh, but uh, with Easter, um, had uh, had a firefighter uh, fundraiser in there, and uh, just kind of. Man, life got away from me. Life got away from me. So, uh, um, yeah, I apologize. I, I maybe I'll do two next week. I, I feel like I can battle back. But uh, yeah, is what it is. Uh, so we're gonna move right on to uh, Freedom Brew. Good news stories of the week. Freedom Brew, the best damn coffee shop. It is. Period. Not in the Midwest. Not in the United States. That's a worldwide thing. Yep. Uh, I even started my first punch card the other day. Yeah, I saw you went by there and got yourself a coffee. I didn't even need to twist your arm over the deal. You're freaking loving it. I am. You're just a freaking even basic yep. white girl. You're freaking <laughs> ugg booting and talked and a little friction with fr- Brianna. She was working so. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Nope. It uh, it it is the best. Uh, Larchwood, Iowa, Austin, and Brianna, uh, the best coffee shop. I guarantee it. Uh, swing by there. Uh, tell them that. Uh, tell them that you're a listener. We gotta still do that freaking oh, uh, yeah, gift card giveaway. That. I got yep. it sitting upstairs in my freaking yeah, nightstand. We gotta do that. Uh, actually, Biggie messaged me the other day and said, uh, "Hey, when are you gonna do that?" Uh, I know. Uh, We'll have to go Try back and take a look at these, uh, yeah. take a look at some messages. Uh, I know Dan Gay's in it. I know Sean Bosler's in it. I know Biggie's in it. Uh, I know we got a few other ones. Um, spin that wheel. Yep. So uh, this one week, uh, um, we'll give you a couple more days. Uh, swing by Freedom Brew. Get a picture of uh, yourself with a with a drink. Send it to Matt or I, or uh, put it on Facebook. Do whatever the hell you want with us, but uh, prove that you were there. And uh, we're going to be giving away a $20 gift card uh, to Freedom Brew in Largewood, Iowa. Uh, my good news story this week, um, our uh, Rock Rapids Volunteer Fire Department um, has always done, oh, excuse me, uh, always done a dance, uh, done a dance for their uh, fundraiser. Uh, I never really liked it, never really cared for it. Uh, got lucky. It was always scheduled, uh, right during hooked on hard water. So I only ever had to go to one of them. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, one of those deals where kind of just turned into a sloppy drunk fest. It seemed like every year there was a fist fight or something goofy that would happen. And, uh, it just got a bad reputation. It did. It did. And, uh, it was tired and uh, a lot of the community, uh, was no longer attending. Attendance dropped every single year. And uh, so I uh, actually joined the committee uh, 
four, five, six other guys and I um, spearheaded a deal to uh, to uh, change the fundraiser. We changed it to a pulled pork, uh, cheesy potatoes, fluff salad, uh, supper. Uh, we did bingo. We raffled off a pallet of beer, a uh, pallet of bush light. We uh, did a bunch of general raffle stuff. Um, we got some incredible prizes. Uh, we had a power washer. We yeah. had a signed NFL player jersey. We had freaking Green Bay Packers football. We had uh, I'm Great Wolf Lodge, you know, casino stays, hotel stays, swimming pool memberships. And, and I mean, all this stuff was donated to us, and it, it just never ended. It was awesome. And, uh, um, God dang it. We, we had, we, we killed it and we knocked you it did. out of the it park. Was awesome. I mean, there were, we served well over 400 people. Um, I mean the, the, our community building, which is a fair size building was absolutely yeah. packed. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, Matt, uh, Matt, you were there, I, I guess, uh, from somebody, uh, on the outside. Uh, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was incredible. Was I think, uh, everyone had a good time and we raised a lot of money for the department. And, uh, I think everybody, uh, looked at it and said, man, we should have been doing this supper, uh, 10 years ago instead of the dance. And oh, that's for sure. I mean, I never went to one of the firemen's dance. Nope, nope. I went to this. I mean, I had it planned out. We scheduled other things yep. around this to get to that because, you know, it is a great organization and stuff to support, and it was. It was great. The food was awesome. Oh, I mean, God, that pulled pork, pull I could have just sat there and I could have just good. ate all of it. When, <laughs> when it was, was all said and done, there, there was like four four or five pork butts all left, and, and uh, we shredded one at the end of the night after we were all done cleaning up. <laughs> They're just like 14 guys standing around just like literally Grabbing just it. eating oh, it all. <laughs> I, it that, was good. It was dang good, and really I heard a good. lot of great compliments about it. A lot of people really thought it was a great idea, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, a lot of people were over there playing bingo nice and late. Um, kind of, you know, it, it was kind of what I was going to use as my good news story, too. So I'll just add to yours. Yep. Our buddy Biggie, he won uh, yeah. two nights fishing stay in uh, a sleeper shack over at Okaboji. So. Yep, he won that. Uh, that was another thing that, that oh, uh, was given away at that raffle. Uh, I, I gave Kayla some money and I said, go throw a bunch of tickets yeah. in there for me. But, uh, Biggie got it and that's okay. I'd rather him. I, and I, it was cool to see not only from our community, there was a lot of people from the surrounding communities oh, yeah. that, yep. that came to it. I mean, cause it was something fun to do. It's a more, f uh, family oriented thing. I mean, I grew up in Ellsworth, the, our volunteer fire department always had a bingo. Actually their yep. bingo was this Friday night. Okay. Um, and we always would go to that and that was always a big thing for them every year. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Um, I know they always did like a pancake feed during our town festival and stuff like that or breakfast. And I mean, things like that, they're very family friendly. I mean, you're going to get, and there was a ton of families at this. Yep. So, and that I mean, was, you our, guys did a great job with it. Yeah. That was our goal. Uh, you know, we started at five 30, uh, we had bingo starting, uh, we figured at seven 30, that's exactly when we did start it. And, uh, the goal was to be done. We played eight games of bingo. Uh, we, we wanted to be done about nine, nine fifteen, nine yeah. thirty. you know, there, there was a lot of kids there, get them home. You know, everyone's got to wake up the next day for, for church or Easter, whatever yep, the hell you got going point. that day, you know, get it done on time. We and, literally and we picked everything up and we were, you know, I, well, I was still home by 10 30 oh, right. and, and, you know, showered and then by, by 11, like, yep. you know, that's, and that's, the that's thing. a good thing. It is. That's the thing about it too, because you and I both know, uh, after, after about 10 10 30 if you're having something like that go on then it, that's you know everybody's had a few drinks in them yep. and stuff like that and that's when you know that's when those type of things get a bad reputation and well, if uh, you wanted to crank it up uh, we've got we've got a few bars in town oh, you exactly know right. that, that are less than a block away from yep. where we were holding this yeah walk on over there and 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 continue to crank it up but uh that uh that wasn't the scene that we were going for we were going for a family deal we were going for supper and 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 a little bit of you know gambling fun afterwards with the bingo and and yeah, i think that that's what we time. got i think yeah. that's what we got so so just get out there if you have local fire departments or anything yeah. like that that are putting on things like this event get out there and support them yeah 20 30 40 bucks goes a long ways you know when yep. you when you go up there i thought um, that was cool that you guys had a lot of your a bunch of your equipment in there so like people could see yep. like 
this is what it goes to help. Did farm you see some of those old pictures that's in some there? Crazy stuff, man. Way that's old really pictures. Cool. Like that's, those are really cool things. Like, like horse-drawn carriage fire fire yeah, trucks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty neat. Uh, so. All right. Uh, well, we're going to call an end to uh, that episode. We appreciate you guys uh, joining uh, us this week. Um, as always, uh, uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, do whatever it is that you do on uh, on your platform. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the next time we talk to you, we're, uh, we're a step closer to open water now. Uh, and we don't have uh, too much time in this goofy in-between time. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Later. Later.